Previously on Useless Podcast. That main, main, main mascot. Same thing. Well, we don't. Sony doesn't. We, I, I don't care about Sony. But what were your thoughts on the Halo Infinite uh, Long Wolf? Hold on, hold on. Oh boy, here come the bourbon. I, I needed to sip some fanboy <laughs> tears. Chris Phoenix is not going to be the face. Right? You know, he's not even going to be the face right now of his own game. That's gonna be the, uh, the 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 female character. I forgot her name. Like that's the point. Preach. Like Master Chief, Master Chief ain't changing. Like it's he's still there. He's like I think Steve, number one game on the planet. No competition. Dethrone Mario. Mario was that guy. He was that guy running around. Let's go. The head. Yes. Maybe not the on the side. Sure, I think I think the chief's face is always going to be visible in some form. Uh, just as these conversations were happening just now, I got thinking about uh, the e- between well, those two. We, we got and you cannot go. No, 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 no. Scared himself to go get a CBS or that Ultimate Edition Master Chief console because of Master Chief. He's the head mascot, and he'll be the head mascot even if I die today or not. What's up, everyone? This is Marsman here, and welcome to the USAS podcast. I am happy to be a special host for you today because we have a packed show with a lot of Nintendo topics, and I can't do this alone because we have a starstruck group of podcasters as well as content creators along with me, and I got to go in order here because I have Stargate. You got anything you want to say to the to the audience? Hi, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, excited to uh, to see what we're going to unpack tonight for sure. We got the always... Always the fascinating, always the top dog here, Teen Spartan. I thought that was me. <laughs> and you, Sauce, of course, I can't, I can't, I gotta save the best introduction for you. The man, the myth, the legend, you, Sauce, the one that got us all here together. You, Sauce, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Did you guys check out that podcast that was released today? Yeah, man. Listen, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like packed with a lot of information, a lot of dope content, man. I, like I said, I was glad to be part of it last time, so I'm happy that I can be re reintroduced here to be kind of the the guest host for today because it's like we did last time. We're gonna talk about a lot of content, but this time we're talking about Nintendo. And if you missed last last episode, I'll just do a quick a quick refresher for you all. We talked a lot about Microsoft content. We did a lot of different dives into discussions about some new things that came out for Microsoft. Some really debatable topics when it comes to kind of this, you know, whether or not Master Chief would be even the face of Microsoft anymore. I remember that was a big debate last yeah, time. I had my was, little man. Master Chief helmet here, and that was a battle of the ages. I remember Usos and, and Stibiko were basically going at it, and I had to split them up. Yo, watch out, guys. You know, it was getting intense out here. Yeah, my um, back, man. Yeah, it was, it was getting intense, but there was a lot of great content. If you can always go back, and you can check on Spotify, go on YouTube, go back and check out those old episodes because they're always available to go rewatch and listen to again because there's a lot of rich content there. This week, though, we're going to talk a lot about 
Nintendo. And basically the way that this is going to work is we have some key questions that we're going to go through. I'll talk about the quick little background. We'll go through each of our co-hosts along and we'll bring it back to myself and then we'll move on to the next topic. So without further ado, you guys ready to roll? Yeah. Big time. So, yeah, you guys, so let's, let's rock, man. So first things first, Nintendo Shop. And this is a big debate question. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about this. Officially, not too long ago, Nintendo had announced that they are closing down the eShops for the Wii U and 3DS family of consoles in late March 2023. And they basically have you know, stopped selling 3DSs back in 2020, so they've already started the process. And a lot of people have been feeling that generally what happens when a console is at the tail end of its career, they usually stop making them, and then they start that process of getting away from a lot of the stores. And people feel this is a natural process that happens for most consoles. But basically, reports are going to show that by August 29, 2022, they're going to stop the the official you adding funds to your store credit in the accounts for the wii u and 3ds and but you can still download system updates and you can technically still re-download uh games that you had purchased but at the end of the day we're, we're gonna see that this is gonna be closing pretty soon and what is kind of interesting to see is that the nintendo switch has been the top selling console basically every year that it's been in creation to the most part. And I feel that most people are thinking that Nintendo says, all right, we're going to scrap all these other consoles and kind of put all of our attention into the Nintendo Switch shop. And we get a lot of mixed reviews about it, but I kind of want to ask the co-host here, what are your feelings about the official end of the Wii U and 3DS stores? We'll start off with that first. And I want to jump to my boy Usos here. Usos, what do you think? What are, what are your feelings about the the closing of this Wii U and 3DS store? Is it a big impact to you? Or are you feeling like you know it's natural? Uh, what are your opinions, man? Uh, to me personally, I think it's natural because it's the same way how um, it kind of reminds me with how PlayStation, you know, they shut down, you know, the PlayStation PlayStation store on the PS3. So, but. Going back to Nintendo, um, we already knew that the Wii U wasn't a good um, console. We we knew that. We we can argue that as many times as we want. But with a little background, with my own thought on this, I can't really say much. <laughs> like I I just I just what's it called? Um, it's it's almost like a no comment. Yeah, you know yes, I mean? like it's not yes, like it, because, yeah, you know. I mean? like, like, I, like I told you guys, like I'm not really really like too big on Nintendo as as I am with these two other platforms. But I could just do whatever. I could just do my best and try to answer it. Oh yeah, I feel you, man. So, so Team Spartan, you have anything you feel about this? You know, official Wii U store and 3DS store closing. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, you see it with all the uh, the old gen stuff. I mean. It's got to be phased out eventually. You can't leave it open forever. Um, you know, I think the I think the switch is, uh, like I said, doing pretty well right now. I mean, I, I got one myself. Um, the Wii U, like I don't think I ever even went on those stores as it was anyway. I mean, the, the Wii U had its its place, you know, damaging TVs all across the world. Um, uh, I, you know, I had fun with. with the little things you could do with the remote and stuff like that. And I think every console even had their own little peripheral thing. Like, you know, Xbox had Connect and PlayStation had the little motion sensor ball thing. Like, so everyone tried their own little thing there for a while. And I think most people kind of got away from it. I mean, the, when they, when Nintendo re released the Switch, they, you know, 
motion sensor in that and handheld so you don't need to have a main screen you have a little screen you can use all the time you know uh, it only makes sense to phase out the old to to make room for the new and make 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 the new more improved you know up, up or out as they say right no, I, I completely feel you. So, Stargate, what do you think, man? Do you have a, an opinion on this closing of the store? Is it natural? Do you think it's a, kind of a natural process? Do you, are you kind of, like, upset? Do you have to see it go? Yeah, it's definitely I, – I feel it's, like it's, – it's something I don't want to feel as natural, you know? Sunsetting, retiring old content, it affects people. Uh, the 3DS I really saw as, like – the car, um, an entertainment device. It was also like the camping entertainment device. And now you're telling me that the games that I purchased on the store are not going to be accessible to me after a certain amount of time. What am I going to do with it? Am I am I going to then say no? We've got to take the family switch everywhere we go, and your portable DS, unless you've got the cartridge, you know you're up the creek without a paddle. Um, oh, so. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't want to personally get used to companies saying, all right, we're done with support. You've got to move to the next gen. If if my current gen is working fine with me, like allow me to still use it and the features that I have. Oh, I listen, I completely feel you. And I'll give my opinion on this this first question. Um, is that I, I own every Nintendo device. I feel like I'm a stockholder in Nintendo at this point. I have the Wii. I literally had purchased every single one. I I remember sitting outside waiting for the Wii U to be purchased. I thought I bought the 3DS. I bought the Advance SP. I bought all of them, right? And I, I am upset to see that this is closing because one of the best things about the Wii U store was the virtual console of the old games was literally possibly one of the best out there. Like, I think right now Nintendo Switch is struggling to get that settled. I know just recently they came out Definitely. with the ability to go and play old games, right? I know recently that was like the new thing that you, that you have to buy, you have to buy, pay for an extra service, basically like a, almost Nintendo Online Plus, basically, and you just to get access to games like Ocarina of Time and you know uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask and stuff. But we the, the Wii U store had one of the best like, virtual consoles where you can go and play old Nintendo games, and they were really good at just bringing that stuff back and. Obviously, seen that store kind of close down, and just like just like you mentioned, Stargate, I had all I had a 3DS, I had all the portable uh, devices, so I was always so ready just to play that stuff on the go. And all of a sudden, now you're getting rid of that the you know the ability to to purchase new games with it, and now you have to bring the Switch, which is you know by all means a $300 console, which you you get nervous bringing that thing out in public, you know. So uh, no, I completely agree with you, and and I kind of want to add one more question to this. This first part. Wait, can I interject right quick? Right quick. All right. So <laughs> yeah, you said that the switch is struggling in what sense? There, they had a lot of lagging issues when it comes to their virtual console on the new like, N64 games. Like they okay. basically, a lot of the problems they had were basically like if you boot up the old game, it would crap out. Like it wouldn't work. And Basically, they only have a limited amount of games. Like on the Wii U store, which Wii U was struggled and was horrible. They didn't have a lot of content. But their their virtual console that had all the N64 games, they had like a lot of them on there. And even GameCube games, even Game Boy Advance games, they had like a crap ton that was on the store. But then you look at the Switch store, and it like is barren. Like it has like it has stuff. Like I'm not gonna lie, they has stuff, but not to the same level as it did on the Wii U. And you're thinking to yourself like. 
how is that po- like how is it possible that Switch is a better console in general, sells more than anybody else, but the online store when trying to play old games is worse than what it was in the Wii U, and we use be all by all means crap compared to what the Switch is. Like, <laughs> okay, so like, I, I'm just be blunt, but like basically, like no, it's I like hear you. like in comparison, you know what I mean? Like so that's why I was saying like the Switch is having some struggles on their on their virtual console because it's just not up to par to what we know as the Wii like the Wii U store is like. It's way better, and it's like the Wii U is not as good as the Switch by like by console purposes and game purposes. The stores are completely different. So like I was gonna add in like how the second question would be like how you how would you if you were to like and this could be for everybody because if you were leading Nintendo, how would you try to set up the store to to upgrade it right? Like how would you go about making Nintendo's store like this new up, upcoming store? The, a top a top market one because obviously you guys all know about game pass and play ps plus and you know like that's their streaming service to try to like make their stores really good so if you were nintendo like head of nintendo how would you now create a like a competitor like to, to say our store is legit and this is how we do it like so okay. i was gonna bring that as the okay. next thing so hold on. before you do that before you do that let me just say this content wise Yes, Nintendo is struggling big, big time. But number wise, the consoles they're they, selling they, the kicking yeah, ass. They're way in the sky. Yeah, they're kicking ass. And no, no, IPS I'm, just, I'm not yet. I'm not getting that wrong. <laughs> IPS yeah. will too. And the last thing I wanted to say, I didn't experience uh, with the uh, with the Wii U, but I did play on it, so I, I don't have no knowledge with the store and how they operate and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, well, so just to give, and I'll just give you just, it's not, it's nothing crazy, the Wii U store. Basically, the Wii U store used to be, you can go shopping for any, any console from Game Boy, uh, Game Boy Color, Advance. Really? To, to, like, yeah, you can go shopping for a Game Boy Advance to even classic SNES games, and like, you can go shopping on there. And whatever they had available, you can buy it for a really low price and play it on your Wii U. Like, so the store was, like, legit. Like, they actually had a very good, like, virtual store where you can play old-ass games because Wii U struggled with having games for the Wii U. But they were really good at having games for the old, like, old ge- older generations being played on there. The Switch, on the other hand, doesn't have a lot of ability to do that right now. Like, it's just starting up to have old games working. Right, and that's why, like, I kind of I'll rag on them and say, well, how is it possible that they, you know, have a great console selling so well, but they can't even have a store that matches the old predecessor that could barely sell anything, right? And I think that was gonna, I was gonna, that's why the next question was gonna be, if you were the head of Nintendo, how would you make this store in comparison to what we see with Xbox Game Pass and PS Plus? Like, how could you make this store comparable to that? Like, how could you make it competitive? Right. Um... And, and, Granted, granted, it, it's extremely difficult. That's that's the point. They don't have IPs to match them. If, can you make it something appealing enough to have like a price you get those games at at release date, like something like how Game Pass kind of does? You know, could you do that with the IPs Nintendo has? And that might be like pretty solid because their IPs sell like crazy. You know? So it might be something that you could say. Like, now, that's what I think. To answer that question, um. If you're already um, doing well with your IPs the way you're doing it, why would um, Game Pass be an idea the same way Game Pass is going? Why would it be an idea to uh, follow with Nintendo? You know what I'm saying? You don't necessarily have to. Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, I just, in my opinion, 
your this answer could be as simple as make the virtual console the same comparable as what it was for Wii U. Like have the now, what it should do. Available. What I would have done is whatever success I had with the predecessor, I'll utilize that with the successor. Oh yeah, that, it could be something but as simple as that. Add more into it. Yeah. yeah, but add more into it. Yeah, yeah. So I can. I'll, I know you stopped the recording. Should I just jump right into? That second question? Or oh, yeah. You... Yeah, if everybody's good to go. That's good? Ready? Yeah, hit it. Just waiting on the next one. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys recording? Oh, it's still recording. It has been recording. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was. No, no, So... <laughs> Obviously, now when you're looking at the old console with the Wii U, the biggest thing that I noticed as a positive that it had was the store capabilities. The the fact that it had, you know, like the ability to have all these virtual games from the SNES, from the Game Boy Advance to the 3DS, everything that was available on those consoles, like available for you to play on the Wii U. And I kind of want to ask you if you were obviously leading Nintendo, how would you make the current system? That Switch has for the for their store, in at least better than what it is currently. I mean, currently, when you think about it, it doesn't have a lot of those games that were available on the Wii U. It, it barely, it only has N64 games available on it. The Wii U had games from SNES, Super Nintendo, all the way to Game Boy Advance, and, and they were like a lot of content. So I kind of want to go just get a quick little like, answer from each of you. If you were the head of Nintendo, how would you go about making this in current form? Usos, what do you think? Um, I think what they need to do, first off, they need to stop with this, um, oh, one N64 game a month. Why not just put three to four, you know? Like, you, you leaving so much money on the table to have your, your fans, you know, gravitate to your, your subscription plan. And not even just that. How about, um... Add some Nintendo GameCube games. Because you want to know something? And this, this guy told me this at my job. He told me that the Nintendo GameCube was the last Nintendo console to play every game. Like Madden. Uh, the Need for Speeds. Resident Evil. You ever seen a Resident Evil on the Switch? Um... I can't remember what other iconic games that I was able to play on the Switch that I could. They they had a lot. No, yes, they did. Yes, yes. NBA Live, you know, it could keep going on. So with that being said, I think if they bring Nintendo games and if they change the way they they like uh, bring the N64, a lot of people will come in and you know subscribe to their plan and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I can feel that. I, I think the biggest thing that they want, similar to what a lot of other competitors are looking for, is getting more people to subscribe to the more expensive subscription. Like you have a base level subscription as just a net, just like at the online, and then you have the higher level one that gives you access to the virtual console like for the N64. So the question is, can you try to have more games, right? So Team Spartan, do you have anything you want, you want to add for that? If you were the head of Nintendo, what would you do to try to, to, to bring people to buy this uh, I guess you would say extended subscription service for Nintendo. Oh, well, I mean, you know, use is right. You gotta, you gotta have more content on there. Um, I know 
porting uh, sometimes takes a little bit longer than we probably imagined. Like it probably takes a, a little while for uh, an, an old game to be compatible with a new console. Um, you know, you kind of wish that you could say, hey, the next system, uh, you get the subscription service. And even if you bought the game or even if you bought the subscription service, you're going to have access to it for the rest of, of time, or whatever, you know, um, if they're going to, again, I don't, I don't know the subscription service that well, but if I'm assuming it's kind of like game pass or kind of like a gold membership or whatever, where, where you're going to get a free game or whatever, if you get that free game on the switch, I mean, add it to the next iteration of the consoles. Like, you know, you don't have to buy it again. It was already free. It's, it's always going to be free. Um, you know, just kind of make that, that, that promise. Like once you have it, you have it, like it'll, it'll carry on for as long as we can, you know, um, make, make, make that, get, get that value back in the customer's hand kind of thing. I feel you get, give the consumer some more power, right? Give them some more feeling that they're getting bang for their buck, right? Uh, Stargate, what do you think? If you're ahead of Nintendo, what would you do here? Yeah, so um, I I would go back to RD. I'm going to throw your question right at the wall here and be like, all right, what we need to do is we need to bring out another hardware device, and we're going to call it the retro machine, and it's going to connect to the store, uh, kind of along the lines of just like a streaming stick, you know? It's going to connect to the store. You're going to be able to buy all those old games that you could before, but if it's too complicated with the Switch, let's not try and change the Switch. You know, um, Nintendo has a really good formula here. They protect the the value of their IPs when they make a game. So, like, don't mess with that. Don't just keep that as the status quo. But yeah, like, let's let's go back. Let's 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 learn like what we learned with the the Wii U, and let's build a second hardware box, and let's just make it for people to buy old games off the store, you know? Not full price, maybe. Maybe some other kind. Uh, tie it into their existing subscription, and, and it, like, I don't know, just, like, something really outside the box, I think, is the only way we can uh, approach this. Uh, listen, I think that's a pretty cool idea. I mean, what you remember back when they created the mini, uh, I think it was the mini uh, NES, or the uh, they have this mini Super Nintendo. I think they had it so that you can basically use your old cartridges to play on this on just a mini version of it. It was literally like almost like half a foot long, and it played the old cartridges. I thought that was one of the coolest things they had during the Wii U life cycle. I thought that they were finally going to come out with a, a mini N64, and I would have bought that instantly because I had all my old N64 games in the cartridges, still packaged, ready to roll. And I was waiting, like, all right, let's get let's get the mini N64. Wait for it. They never came out with it. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, that would have been a perfect thing to have to try to bring some people. Say, hey, you got those old cartridges? Uh, we still have some of them in our in our old warehouse. We could sell to get some cash back for that. If not, I, 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 in my opinion, I think you try to at least expand your your mart your your store to include more virtual console because of the fact that hey, Wii U was not as powerful as a device as the Switch was, and it was able to do run all those old games. Um, and I thought the Switch, you have the ability to really like really bring that. It's already dominating in this the console market at the moment, right? You bring now the ability to play you know some of these really awesome classic games back in a mobile setting that would be insane like i think a lot of people would be hyped to be able to play 
Mario 64 on the go. I mean, being able to play that effectively. Now, you were, can play that game, but let's bring back some other classics that were not available on the store currently. And I, there's a lot of ways you can go about doing this. But any last words before we move on to the next topic here, guys? Nine. All good? <laughs> yeah, Stas, you good? Found a bacon. Oh, I can't. Yeah, just move on. Oh, good, man. I got you. So listen, there's been a lot of news this year so far from Nintendo. Now, Nintendo has been always known to, to just drop news out of out of the gate. They never just they never plan effectively and let everyone know that they're gonna have a big conference. Like, you know, Xbox and Sony, they always do a pretty solid job of saying, All right, on this date we're gonna have a, a giant conference to try to let everyone know about their games. Nintendo has always had the history of just saying, Oh yeah, tomorrow we have a Nintendo Direct, so show up at this time and fun and they do that quite often earlier in the year in feb in february they had an nintendo direct to kind of show some key games that are going to come out for the summer as well as some other major ones that are coming out in the uh, in in the fall so one of the big ones i noticed was xenoblade chronicles 3 that was coming out september 20 uh, 2022 so that's coming out as a big game for nintendo fire emblem warriors uh three hopes which is basically a continuation of the fire emblem three houses story but using the warriors uh, ip which is just mayhem if you ever played a Warriors game before. Um, uh, they had Advanced Wars Reboot Camp, which came out in April, which yep. is a classic Advanced yep. I love Advanced yep. Wars. I, on that's game one of my Boy favorites. Played it on Game Boy. Yeah, one of, my favorite, one of my favorite strategy games out there. That came out in April. Uh, Mario Strikers is literally coming out in a week. I'm literally going to down, I'm downloading the demo for that game. Wait, like, it's as out today. We speak. Yeah, yeah coming out this that. weekend, man. Oh, yeah. Whoa, oh, God. I'm downloading okay, that man. this weekend. Uh, yeah. I'm playing that. Yeah, I'm yeah. streaming that. That I am amped to hey, build man. my fantasy yeah. team. Yes. Right, like that. Nice squad is dominating. Um, and then that, man. my yeah, podcast came out. Oh, good. So, and listen, then on the, just recently, and this has just happened not that long ago. They came out with another Nintendo Direct to talk about some games that were going to also happen in the fall, but mainly next year. Uh, like for example, the biggest games I noticed: Pokemon Scarlet uh, and, Viol and Violet. They came out, and they were kind of an open world Pokemon game that you can play four player co op. So you know, me and the Marsman crew are, are already going to be like, you know, we're going to be dominating on that, playing with all three people playing co op. So we're going all out. And then the other biggest game I noticed was Sonic Frontiers, which was a open-world Sonic game, which remembrance similar to what it looked like when we first saw Mario Odyssey. And it's a grand open world run in 4K. It looked really cool, um, and it was it was like it was fascinating. Now, the big question I have for for everyone here is what games are you the most excited for? I mean, obviously some games came out already, so I kind of want to see which ones you think, out of the list I kind of talked about, and if you need a refresher, but if you, what are the games that you think would be the most excited to play? And you, Sauce, I'm going to start with you, man. Which of these are you the most excited to play? And I have a list of them right now. But the first <laughs> one that I want to experience, because I never got the chance to, because, you know, I was on Xbox and PlayStation, Strikers. Striker, Striker, Striker. Definitely got to play that. You know, I'm, I'm a big soccer fan, for one. Two is with the Nintendo uh, IPs. So it's like, it, it kind of it kind of seems fun to me. So I'm definitely going to have fun with the game and, you know, you know, compete with, you know, you know, people all over the universe. Um, second game that I'm more intrigued about, I don't know how to pronounce it, but 
starts with a K. Kanoa, if you know what that is. Yeah, I saw. I did see a trailer for that as well. It was a very interesting game. Yeah, um, I played I... that on Game Boy Advance. I remember playing it. Uh, Advance Wars. I remember playing that on Game Boy. Uh, I mean, I won't binge play it. But, you know, let's just say if I'm, like, really that bored, like, let me give it a little try, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I still got games like Metroid Dread, uh, Luigi Mansion, Mario 3D World that I still have to beat. You know, I still haven't beat my first Nintendo game that I've owned. Um, what else? That's you got to go You gotta go Breath of the Wild, man. You nope, want to really go nope, all the distance? You gotta, nope, no, nope. you ain't I, going for it? I, I, you got to go 100% completion, man. I'm telling yeah, you, that's I, the full way to play that I game. I can't do Breath of the Wild. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm acknowledge Breath of the Wild 2, you know, because I, you know, the previous one, you know, won Game of the Year. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like those games that, that I listed are the, are the ones I'm more intrigued about. I, I mean, like, I'm not really too big on Pokemon, but I used to with the emulator. Um, the one I played was the Pokemon Crystal. I remember that, and I remember the first time riding that cruise, going to a whole different land. That was one of my most childhood moments. Uh, I did play Diamond and Pearl, but to answer your questions, those three games that I listed are the main ones I want to play. I got you. I got you. So, Spartan, would you have any of these any of these games I listed? Are you excited to to test out or play it all? Uh, there's a there's a, a very select few amount of games that yeah, I'm a little bit pumped for. I mean, uh, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. Like that's that's one that I've definitely been looking forward to. Uh, Advanced Wars, I've always loved playing it. Um, just kind of touching on what you said about uh, Pokemon or whatever. The last Pokemon uh, game, like that type of game that I, that I play, like I play Snap right now, whatever. But the last one I played was Yellow. <laughs> so <laughs> I have not touched. I've not touched a, a lot of Pokemon games in a long time. So yeah. I've, I've been kind of curious to kind of get one of those and kind of play those worlds just to kind of see how it's uh advanced um i kind of have a have a wish list i i, I doubt that uh nintendo's even thinking about it anymore but there was a game for uh the uh the ds uh golden sun it was it was my all-time favorite game that i love playing that I, I replayed it replayed it i had the whole thing mastered out i knew exactly what was happening the whole time um, they kind of left it on a cliffhanger with with a third game they released i kind of i kind of want them to have a fourth to kind of sum up uh either the story or continue the story in some way that i, I doubt they'll they'll pick it up but uh yeah between definitely the top two are definitely probably breath of the wild 2 and uh and advanced wars right now mm -hmm. i i'm not really looking at too much else i, I I'm, I'm looking forward to them announcing a new mario title i'm sure that's going to come out at some oh, point oh yeah oh yeah so, that's going yeah I, I, the, the, the feature's nice I, I can't wait yeah no it's gonna be nice stargate you're itching. You're waiting. What are you games yeah, are you man, waiting? Man, to play, smiling man. back there, man. What's going on? Yeah. So, like, um, as I had mentioned before, the Switch is really the family console. So I'm looking at like the family game. So like Nintendo Switch Sports. That's definitely one that that uh, you know you can get the couch co-op going on. Everybody oh, yeah. gets involved. Uh, it's it's more of an experience because you have more people laughing and and then and getting silly uh hopefully not throwing any controllers and wrecking tvs but uh, uh but that's definitely something we're excited for here and uh and kirby 
the, the oh, forgotten oh, land. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. I, I, I own it. I have it. I oh, literally. Am, I forgot. I'm waiting to play co-op with that thing. I have it ready. I'm ready to dominate. Like I'm just. I have oh, it man, I gotta to pick play. up my copy, man. I'll pick up my copy soon, man. <laughs> so, so like those things are really great for to to you know pass the controller around, even if you're doing a little bit of single player. So that's great. Um, I would really have a problem with. Uh, getting another Pokemon game because then I'm taking the console out of the house with me to use it on my commute, right? And then I'm, uh, you know, if somebody gets home earlier before me, then they can't use the console. So uh, Pokemon just doesn't fit. And that's why, you know, something like the 3DS was really kind of fit more my family style. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it, I don't... You know, it's it's just so it's it's a it was an investment, and I really just don't want to take the switch, like away from the house. No, I listen, Darge. I I completely agree. I was always a fan of having my major console stay here, right? Stay in the safe place and have my my portable stuff come along with me and play that. And when I'm looking at all this list, it's like my mouth is watering. I got all these great games to play, right, on Nintendo. And I I, I literally I used to have. I've purchased every Pokemon game in my life at this point. Um, and, and I used to be able to memorize, like, all these Pokemon. But one thing I can tell you, that at a certain point, I start forgetting some of these guys because they start coming out with, like, Pokemon that are straight up just books. They're just, like, a Pokemon that's a book at this point. And it's, like, they're running out of ideas. Um, now, I, I, I think the most excited I am is going to be for Breath of the Wild 2. Obviously, we're going to talk more about the delay that they had later in the show. Um, but the fact is, yeah, I'm excited because... Breath of the Wild won one game of the year. It was, in my opinion, it was a great game. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I played it in its entirety, the entire thing, 100% completion. Damn, that took a long time. I can't wait. I want to play it again to do it again for the second one. And it looks crazy for what it has so far. And as you can tell with the excitement of my voice, I am about to go off on Mario Strikers. I am ready to become the top-level franchise of the globe with my squad. And I am sure about that, that? game. Yeah, dude, I'm ready to roll, man. I'm ready to... I've been waiting for this game for 10 years. I purchased all of them, and I've been waiting for this game. Like, I'll be like a child again. I'm ready to go back and just play Mario it's Strikers again. God, man. And oh, I know and I posted news, too, in my chat, man. How did I forget? Dude, man, it was... I've been literally... I've been literally just excited. And obviously, Advanced Wars, I, I know that it got delayed, and I remember it was originally supposed to come out last year. It got delayed to April, and I'm ready just to honestly purchase that and reboot it again. Right, because at the end of the day, I I played those games for hours in my in my uh, Game Boy Advance and my in my 3D uh, my 3DS. I played that all the time. So I love strategy games when it comes to like the wars and just the way the game was. So I I'm just excited. There's so many games out there that are I'm itching to play. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 is my top one, but there's a lot of them. I'm I'm really I'm gonna go. I'm downloading Strikers, man. I'm downloading it right now. I'm ready to play the demo because next week is the start of the season. Um, and I'm ready to roll from here. Um, it's all listen, man. It's all good, Usas. Don't worry. We got the weekend to play it. Tomorrow's clear. No schedule. Nothing on the schedule. It's it's Strikers time, baby. It's Strikers time. Right? I'm just telling you, Strikers time. Um, it's Strikers, man. So any any comments before we move on to number three? Another next bullet here, guys. Uh, just know that I'm about to dominate on strikers. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's time. It's game time, yo. It's game time. <laughs> but listen, big. Let's go jump to the next topic because I can talk all day about strikers in my squad and what I'm gonna do to everybody. Let's but go, let's go to number three. 
Um, so big thing that's been coming around, everyone is just buying studios. Everyone's buying developers. Everyone's <laughs> acquiring stuff left and right. It feels like it's, it's Black Friday all over again. Everyone's just purchasing deals all over the place. And of all people, Nintendo says we are not intending on making a purchase in 2022, and we are only going to make anything that is necessary that fits the Nintendo DNA, right? Now, the last acquisition they had was Next Level Games, which honestly, I was surprised they didn't do that a long time ago. Because Next Level Games is obviously the groups that made, uh, you know, the Mario Tennis uh, franchise, the Mario Golf franchise. So it kind of felt like it was a perfect match for Nintendo to own that IP, to, to really own the company that makes those IPs, because at the end of the day, it's like, it felt natural. But the big issue I have is, and I want to ask all of you, is do you think Nintendo needs to break the mold and maybe start buying studios, or will they just fall behind by you know, by not changing their quote-unquote DNA? Right? Do you think that they need to follow in what Microsoft and Sony are doing and maybe expanding their reach to be more like a collector of, of talent and, I, and companies so that they can maybe expand their game audience rather than being what they've always done, right? Which is obviously successful, but... What do you guys think? Should they should they try to follow in what Microsoft and Sony are doing, or kind of just stay with their stay with their DNA strategy? So, Usos, let me start with you, man. What do you think? Ready for this topic. First off, no, they don't need to follow Microsoft and Sony's footsteps. Two, they're not going to be in the lead fraud. They're not going to be way behind. Three, reason why I say this because. They have been dominating since your fathers were born, your grandpas were born. You know, I, I, I could just keep going down. You know what I'm saying? What else? They sold so many consoles that I had to go and do the research by myself because I was just being so protective with PlayStation got good games than Nintendo, and I had to go look it up. Turn out, oh, all right, Nintendo's selling. So, what is the need of them acquiring studios just so they could feel like they're they're in the same boat with uh Sony and Microsoft? No, 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 no. Long time ago, and this is so funny, but this 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 uh absurd uh uh man named uncle phil spencer i, I want to get on him but let me let me say this a long time ago microsoft tried to acquire nintendo mm -hmm. but they got slapped in the face what the hell you think like who the hell you think you are thinking that you're gonna acquire me because of how how successful my ip is doing Dude, Mario have a whole catalog of games in different types of genre in a sale. What in the world do they need to acquire a studio for? Star Fox has games in different genre. Donkey Kong, dude, people are ready for a new Donkey Kong game. Yep. 
Yep. You're, you're Once that comes that out, you're telling me that you don't want to see Master Chief and Mario squaring off against no, Atriox. You don't. You don't want. No, you don't want to see that. No, no, I don't want Nintendo to work with nobody. I want Nintendo to stay as Nintendo because even though, if, let's just say they bought a studio, dude, you guys think Sony was strict? Look what Nintendo's doing. They're not putting their games on PC, but they know they're going to make tons of money. You already saw yesterday news, uh, Spider-Man sold 33 million. Wait till the game drops on PC, August 12th. Look how many people is going to buy that game. So yes, they do not need to acquire a studio because they already have, they already done well for the past decades. Decades, decades, decades. They are, they don't, they, they don't even want to bring Nintendo GameCube games on there. They're leaving the money on the table. Big time. Mind you on this, there's one game that I want to say that I, I have to think. That will just make everybody just go on shows. If they remake a whole Mario 64 game to this modern generation, it's over. Nah. It's over. It is over. For all for all consoles. There's another game. That I'm trying to think of right now. Want me to jump back to you when uh, you got that? You got the game in mind, man. Just to answer your question, if you do not have Nintendo DNA, you don't have no access to play their games. So, Uncle Phil Spencer, you're not gonna see Mario games on Game Pass. We're not gonna see any Nintendo games on PC because what they're gonna do, they're gonna ruin the whole game with modding. We don't have time to see the most iconic IP be ruined. No, we're not gonna. They're not gonna go that route. And I'm glad they made that statement. I'm glad they made that statement. Why you like? Can't y'all see the similarization with Sony and Nintendo? They they are the most strict uh, company of all time, bro. Oh, listen, man. Mario, Mario going, uh, switching off and making Master Chief, saving Cortana from Bowser. I mean, that would be pretty crazy. Nah, no, 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 don't even imagine it. Like, see, now, now that you just <laughs> said that, later in the future, we might see that. Thanks a lot, Marston. All I know <laughs> is that we ain't gonna see no Mario games on Game Pass. I understand, Spartan, you, you, you're an Xbox fan just like me, but I don't want gaming to go that way. Nah. And see, okay, nah. good stuff, good stuff. See, yeah, so, good stuff, yeah, so good smarter. stuff. Spartan, what do you uh do you think that they need to purchase more studios? Do you think they have to change their DNA? <clears throat> no. They don't they don't gotta do anything. They're they're winning. They they've they're still in the game. They haven't done this in, in a long time. Uh, they haven't had to do them. So why why change it up? Um I mean they don't need to. Now, do I wish that they would for one particular company? Yes, because if I think back to the sixty four how many of those games that were in the 64 
were made by a certain company that's now owned by Microsoft. You know, I'm talking about Rare, 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 Rare yeah. here. Yes. Uh, yep. you know, they, they're the ones that produced a lot of those really, really good games. I mean, like Jet Force Gemini, Donkey oh, Kong. Yep. You know, like they, they, they dropped a lot of good games. So then when they, when they said, "Oh yeah, we're not, we're not uh, just Nintendo anymore," and they, you saw Banjo Kazooie go to Microsoft, and you know they released a few other games like uh, Ukulele and some of that. Like those are some good wholesome games. Like I really enjoy those those collect 'em ups, those silly little little games. Uh, even uh, the Conker's Bad Fur Day was another one. Um, you know, I I want to see that stuff kind of come back to, to Nintendo because they use those those characters well like you know donkey kong that that was one game that even though rare made it they couldn't bring over to microsoft because you know uh nintendo would have thrown a fit uh so you know i wish that they that they would acquire one studio in particular just to kind of for nostalgia for me but they don't got to do anything they can leave it exactly the way it is they can keep producing their games uh you know they they want to keep it protected, so they don't want to. They don't want to outsource anything to anyone. Uh, this whole idea that you keep throwing out there of Mario and the Master Chief working together—the the idea drives me nuts. Like, exactly, me. I don't even know why you even mentioned it. Congratulations! <laughs> Come on, Super Smash Brothers in space? Dude, totally, dude, dude. It's gonna sell. Well, am I the only one sitting here saying I thought that Master Chief would have been the last character in Smash Brothers? That would have been insane. I think that would have broke the internet ten times <laughs> over if that the, Sora being the character. And I'm glad great. it did not happen. Master Chief being the final character and him and Mario dap up like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, that would have been insane. And just seeing Master Chief kick everyone's ass, that would have been nuts. I would have lost my mind. I would have instantly bought the DLC for Master Chief instantly. I'm not saying they gotta be like partners and everything, but damn, having him on Smash Bros. would have been nuts. Would have been crazy. I would be so elated to see that. See, the Smash Bros. is already one of the best fighting games ever. I might listen. I completely agree with you guys. I'm not. It's just me. I'm just poking the bear. I know how you guys feel about it. Trust me. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying that Microsoft should be owning everybody because that's not. That doesn't make anything better either. Exactly. Um, Star, Stargate. I. I. Stargate. I wanna. I wanna let you give your input here because I know you've been itching to. You're just like you always waiting. You're always like. Yeah, man. Drooling it's, to say something. Hey, to, man, to it's pretty good to have someone like Stargate, man. It's pretty good to have someone like Stargate. Good stuff. So. All right. Um, it, it, it is a testament to a company to be able to know who they are and for them to set that goal. You know, uh, companies that say, I just want to be the best, they fail. Because once they're the best, then they have no idea where they're going from there. But a company like Nintendo seems like, I know who I want to be. I know what my DNA is. I know what kind of IPs I want. This is my market, and they they stay in that lane. And I think that's a testament to a well-organized, well-thought-out process that's going to allow them to keep on going from age to age. Now, another thing I think we'll see in the next couple of years is these big studios actually start to, to fold in on themselves. And I think we'll see maybe a trend swing back the other way where all these 
indie, smaller studios start start coming back out of the woodworks and be like, you know what? As a big company, this is just too hard to control. It's too hard to do. There's too many moving pieces. We got to break this up. It's got to be its own thing. It's going to make its own game and keep everything in-house. And I think we'll start to see that, but that's like that's like down the road, you know, like uh, maybe next gen or even the gen after that. But like you're, it's a it's a wave. It's gonna everybody buys everything, then everything breaks apart again. And I think it's just a natural progression. And I think if Nintendo was planning this out, they should just ride the center and just just keep things going the way they've got it going. Listen, I I agree with all you guys. I don't think Nintendo really needs to change anything to continue this path of success. Now, the only thing I'll say, though, is that when you're making comparisons to the most powerful consoles out there, and even in creating the biggest IPs that probably garner the most popularity globally, as much as Mario and Legend of Zelda are fantastic IPs, in my opinion, I can always play them and enjoy them all the time, no one's ever saying that Nintendo is has more IPs that are famous than Sony. Right, there's nothing that's no one out there is saying, you know, because most people are saying like Last of Us is a lot very popular. You got God of War, extremely popular. You're having, you know, all these like uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, very popular. These are IPs that are like storybooks, right? And everyone's saying that like, yeah, Nintendo is great selling a lot of consoles because it's a family-based type of thing. Is Mario gonna be bringing you the tears? Is is Legend of Zelda gonna be shaking the framework of emotional like? standing or like like they're not really doing that they're giving their fun games but they're not really breaking the mold on the story components they're made they're fun fun as hell but when you look at microsoft and sony they're making games that are going to be more story based and appealing to a lot more emotions that you might get compared to what you would nintendo and i think that's part of the i guess you would say the argument why people say hey nintendo may you might want to start buying some companies that make those types of games now i don't think they necessarily need to because Right now, in my opinion, when it comes to those types of games, they still do very well, but you really don't notice Nintendo breaking the mold of Game of the Year contenders unless it's a Mario game or it's a Legend of Zelda game, right? That's Those are the two that always make it into the finals. But they, you want to expand that. You want to have more games that make it up there, right? And it feels as if those are the only two, right? Though a few years ago in Breath of the Wild 1, what were the games that Nintendo produced that were in the finals? Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild that won. And every time, it's the same ones. Mario Galaxy, they, they, I believe they won it that year, like, when it was up against Halo 3 and Modern Warfare, uh, you know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Like, those are some, and Bioshock. Like, all those classic games, it was only Mario and Legend of Zelda, the only ones that are up there. Nintendo doesn't have another major IP that stands to the same level as some of these others. And I understand the arguments people make. My opinion, don't necessarily need to really change that. But Stargate, I do agree with you. I think at some point, some of these bigger developers might break down and some of their small, they might turn into just smaller indie groups. And at that point, I wouldn't mind Nintendo picking up some of those smaller groups because they actually are known to pick up indies more often than picking up bigger developers. Like, I, I think Nintendo would be kind of, I think they'd be foolish not to pick up indies, like smaller groups that kind of say, hey, I like your talent. Let's bring you over to our side so you can make some of your older, uh, your smaller games. Like, I think that would be a good thing for Nintendo. It doesn't have to change, but I think it would be a good business strategy going like when you see these big, uh, you know, these big companies kind of break down. Um, any quite any concerns, any comments before we move to the next session, guys? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to say something. So yeah, go ahead, man. Um, 
Um, I mean, just be real. Let's say they come up with a powerful Nintendo console, right? I was about to say that too. They come out with a okay. Pro, okay. Switch Pro. Okay. Let's say they make it run 60 frames 4K, right? Hmm? Mind you, they they recently announced that the next Call of Duty, or, or matter of fact, a remastered Modern Warfare is going to come to the Switch. So we already know that now Call of Duty is going to be a multi-multi-plugin because for the past uh, years, like Cold War, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare, uh, Black Ops 4, they weren't on Switch. And you know Switch was around that time. Now, um, now I know what I want to say, but it's just hard to I, speak I, it out. No, I think... Yeah, I know. Just I think what you're saying is that they come up with a pro, right? I yes. think that, that kind of ties in even to the next point with because uh, the whole issue that came about with Breath of the Wild had to do with the pro. That there's this concern. Oh, I know. Really? I, I, yeah. I know what I want to say. I know what I want to say. Go, yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. So, Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year, right? And what was the what was the highest resolution scale for that game? <laughs> okay, you see, Probably, you see where yeah. you see where I'm going with that, right? So why again in the world do they need to acquire a studio just like how Microsoft and Sony do a 720p game one win game of the year over Horizon Zero Dawn that could run 4K? Are you telling me they gonna be in the leapfrog? Are you serious? A 720p game win game of the year? You got to be smoking dope thinking they need to buy a studio or follow Microsoft footsteps. A 720p, bro. Do you know the last time I played 720p back in 05? A long time ago. Well, yeah, but like... Yeah, so sorry, go ahead. I, I, yeah, I was just going to... Yeah. Okay, well, Marsman was saying, like, when's the last time you played a Nintendo game and cried? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You don't have that same emotion with Microsoft and Sony. I mean, listen, unless you're a diehard Halo fan like me, I didn't necessarily cry when, you know, Sergeant Johnson died. But, again, why is that even... Why are Microsoft... Why are Xbox are pissed that Nintendo's not following the footsteps by putting their game on PC or buying studios? Nintendo had their own strategy. Dude, what my feeling is is that you know the last time, and you kind of mentioned Breath of the Wild was the last one that won, and that's a that's already an accomplishment. Before, after that, what was the last time you heard a Nintendo game that was like top tier? I mean, like like I said, it's only those two: Legend of Zelda games and Mario games. Oh, the only games that are out there that are top tier. Like usually, when you're looking at Sony, you got at least three to five that are always up there. Like I didn't even mention Spider Man. Now it was added to the list right like you know microsoft has some top tier games that are up there too but it's only legend of zelda and mario right and the fear is and I, i'm not saying they need to change their dna but the argument that people have is that so no if you look with all the list of games we had yeah we're gonna have fun playing mario strikers but that's not that's not a game of the year candidate no, no, no. xenoblade chronicles 3 is gonna be a fun game i'm sure 
not going to be game of the year candidate. Like these are games that are going to be fun, short spurts of time. They're never going to match that top of your talent. And I think that's the fear that people have that if Nintendo doesn't change or at least maybe add a big developer, could they maybe could they add a third game that is a top level that could be a contender? Like, okay, you know, okay. Sony has every other year a big contender games coming out. But you got to look Microsoft at it like this. Microsoft like five years. Look at it like this, Marzman. Nintendo is like a family console. Dude, it sells. It sells. Microsoft, you want to know how many IPs they have? They have more IPs than Nintendo. And I actually did, I actually calculated myself. They have almost 44 IPs. And they just letting it sit in the dust. Yes, letting it sit in the dust. Why, why, is, why is your concern of Nintendo's not doing what we're doing? I'm just telling you the other arguments, man. I'm not telling you that Nintendo needs to change. I'm just saying that's what, not... the, that's what groups would say. That's what they're going to say. That if they if they want to compete on the same level, because right now it looks like Nintendo... But what, they need, they're right, a lot of but what do they need to compete for if the number tells you what it is? They're on top. They're on top. How, but my point is that they're on top on console sales, but overall game... It came accolades. They aren't even close. There's nothing that's even close to like because they're leaving the money on the table by not putting enough content on their subscriptions. If they find a way to resolve that, it's over for Sony and Microsoft. That, that's kind of the, that's the point, though, right? Is that you the way you get more content is you get developers to no, make content. I'm not talking about developers. I'm talking about the content that they have that they don't want to put out there. That's that what that I'm talking about. Fault. That's their problem. That's their biggest. That you have content yes. you don't put on the market. That that's not a business. That's a good business strategy. You have content, put it on the market. You know, it's like you have it. Then put, put it to sale. Sell it. Like why not sell it? I haven't seen a Mario Odyssey game in five years. What the hell are you guys doing? Like, come out with another one. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. What are you waiting for? Man. What are you waiting for? Everyone's been sitting in COVID for three years. You came out with an Animal Crossing game. Where's the Odyssey at? Where's the next Odyssey? Where's Odyssey 2? Yeah, I built my island. That's great. Where's Odyssey? Where's Mario? Legend of Zelda, I've been sitting here for five years. Where's he at? Where's 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 Link at? I need to see him. We're missing out. Like, that's the whole point. Like, we're getting these kick-ass games from both Xbox and Sony. Nintendo's, like, hitting it, hiding in the shadows, waiting for a, a, a haymaker. Where, where is it? When is it coming? I'm waiting for it. And that kind of ties into the next segment about the Breath of the Wild delay. That's the haymaker we've been waiting for. And it appears like it's been finally, finally it's supposed to show up, right? Next year, it's supposed to come in 2023, around spring, summer 2023. And the rumors are that there is a lot of fears that this game is too massive for the current Switch console. Too massive. So they might need to either cut or they might need to release a Switch Pro. Because what it felt, what this is what the messed up thing about what, what Nintendo is doing in my eyes. Everyone was hoping that a Switch Pro was going to come out in the last year. But what did Nintendo do? They dropped an OLED Switch. A Switch that doesn't improve anything on the processor. It just makes it a bigger screen, more clarity. And then at the same time, Steam comes out with a basically a Switch Pro that can do all games on PC, on Steam, on Xbox. And it's fine. It works perfectly fine. And everyone's sitting there like, yo, Nintendo, 
Couldn't you come out with a Switch Pro that can actually exactly do the same thing? That can play games that were abroad on every part? Okay. And Nintendo's sitting there twiddling their thumbs. Remember so this. The whole point. Yeah, this is no, remember this. Us. Remember this. <laughs> remember this. A 720p game won game of the year. That's great. That's great. That's all. You know also, yeah. also, remember Donkey Kong 64 came with an expansion pack. It's true. What the hell they uh, need to... <laughs> how about this? It, but, like, they were debating, like, yeah, you know what? You guys are killing the market right now. If they have a pro system, do you know how much money they're going to make for that? You know how much money they're going to make more? They're going to make more money than anybody. Like, they already are winning the console And war. that's what I'm saying. They don't need to go acquire developers to help with their IPs. All they yeah, need so is this... a powerful console. That's all they need. Oh, what the hell are they waiting no, for? No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you nodding your head for, man? Hold on, man. Let me hear you, Stargate. Talk to me, bro. No, no, man. They they got the formula down. They know what the people want. 720p. That's all they need. In the so, so you so you with me? So you with me when Breath of Wild 2 won game? No, Breath of Wild won game of the year with 720p resolution scale. Over Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm giving brother. I love That's Breath one of the most shocking thing in history I have said, man. A 720p game win game of the year. Oh, man. That's one of the last thing I've said. I can't wait for it. And the big question basically is, like, you know, the Wild 2, basically what they showed so far was that now you're going to go into the sky. It almost looks similar to a a kind of a version of what Breath of Wild 1 looked like, but they're trying to now expand it to be underground as well as above in the sky. So it almost doubles the size of the map when you really think about it. And essentially, you do get worried of saying, you know, if, if you the map was already like on the same scale size as Elden Ring, right? And Elden Ring's map is massive, right? And now yeah. you're gonna double the size of that with with the new Breath of the Wild too. And you're thinking to yourself, that's gonna be insane. And I'm, you know, I kind of want to see what you guys think of whether or not they need to come out with a pro console because All right. you don't want to make cuts to a game. Hey man, listen to, to this right quick. Listen to this right quick, Mars man. Listen to this right quick. And this was the argument that I had with one of the guys. So. The PS4 came out back in 2013. And I think it was 2020 when we had this argument. From 2013 to 2020, PS4 sold over 114 million. Nintendo Switch, a 720p console, came in 2017, right? How in the world it sold almost 80 million in three years? And now look at the numbers right now. In three years! three years again if you do not have nintendo dna you don't have access to play our games that's all i want to say question the question i'm gonna say though is that if you have to cut content from breath of the wild 2 in order for it to work on the classic switch console would you rather it be come out with a switch pro to keep all this new content you just added because that's what it seems like. It seems like the rumors are Breath of Wild 2 is so massive that you either, one, it cuts to the game to allow it to play on old consoles, or you come out with a Switch Pro that allows it to run higher higher processing power that can run Breath of the Wild 2 so, so smoothly, right? I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think you should be coming out with a pro system anyway. This, game, this console's been out for some time. And my opinion is you come out with a pro console, the whole debate on whether people saying about 
you have lack of games. Like you only have Mario and Legend of Zelda that can really play like and be contenders. Well, now you just added all those other IPs that are required to have higher processors. Like you, you, as you said, Modern Warfare was going to get its remaster on the Switch. Maybe they already know that there's going to be a Switch Pro that can run a Modern Warfare now, with high you, processing power. Mind you, I want to say this. To answer that question you just asked, they could just wait that game out with along with Mario Kart 9, Odyssey 2, a new Metro Prime game, and with the multiplex. That's what they should do. Thing wait, like don't don't release it next year? Yeah. Release it, release it on the Delay next Switch console. Release it oh on my. the next Switch console. Because you already said it. You already said it. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be pretty massive for the, the current Switch we have now to handle. Why trying to limit it like how they like how they doing with PS4 and PS5 games, Xbox One and Xbox Series games? Why, why Just come that way? So, say, so that say that again. Go ahead, man. Say that again. Just use another expansion pack. If it's too big, put another expansion pack on it. Make it, make, make it work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo is famous for add-ons and bolt-ons and slot-ins. Like, like they could for sure like throw out your old Switch dock and and throw this one in, and it's got an external GPU in it. Or like, put these two things where your controllers go, and you get fifty percent more processing power. Like, they've got something crazy in their R and D yeah. lab that, uh, like, the whole cardboard thing, like. They've got That's so many fair. ideas out there. Said, I, and I agree with you guys. If you don't necessarily need to make a pro to make this game work, then do it. That's less money for you to spend, right? Less money for you us to buy a brand new console to play a game that we all want to play. I, I'd rather them not cut away a Breath of the Wild 2 because by all means, if this game is an expansion of what the first one was, the first one game of the year, and as Yusuf says, 720p. If this game now just Remember expands this. the kind of content with it, that thing, that's just gonna win game of the year again. Like that's the point. Is that it's like you can't cut the content. You gotta keep it where it's at. Keep the content that's in because it's gonna be groundbreaking. We everyone lost their minds over Elden Ring. Like if this game has more content than Elden Ring does, what what are we even debating? Like you gotta keep that keep that content intact, man. Well, like, and there's there's two more successes there to Elden Ring, right? It worked day one, and mm -hmm. there's no microtransactions. So. You got to that and, formula, too. Exactly. Breath of the Wild, man, too. Like, camera shaking man, big time, bro. He knows Breath so. of the Wild, man. Breath <laughs> of the Wild, man. They never, that's uh, one thing Nintendo did, did very well. They understood the consumer does not want to deal with that BS. So they're like, mm -hmm. let's just make games that don't have that BS, and we're going to be the beloved forever. And, and that's, that's why people why. respect Nintendo. And that's why I say you should keep the content, keep that game going, and it, it should release next year because I keep hearing about this game being so phenomenal. I gotta see it. It's been a bit, it's been a while, right? And I don't want to see it cut content because that just means it's not to the full potential as it should have been, right? That's my that's my outlook of it. I want to see this game to the top level because now it's going to be competing with you know Starfield next year. And you know we I talked about on the, I had a video the other day, uh, really just yesterday about the state of play. No God of War talked about. Stars uh, God of War. God of War might be going next year too. So all of a sudden, now next year looks like the gauntlet. 
gauntlet for the, the battle of the ages between three giants of Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, God of War, and Starfield going mano a mano. I mean, that's that looks like an epic showdown. If you cut content away from Breath of the Wild 2, it won't stand a chance. Like, it, in my opinion, it won't stand a chance because you have to have as much ammunition ready to roll. Um, I want to uh, any comments because this is a big topic here. <laughs> any more comments uh, before we go to the okay, final topic? Yeah, so before we, we go on to the next one, just remember this 720p on game of the year. <laughs> Listen, Nintendo, you gotta give them credit, man. That's that's insane. The speaking of insanity. Nintendo World is arriving in Hollywood 2023. Um, this looks pretty insane. You guys take a look at the screenshots. They had like a tour walkthrough of some of the key things they're gonna have. I mean, they already released the Mario World in uh in, in, in Japan, and that already looks insane. But basically, what they're gonna end up doing is kind of taking a copy out of like the Star Wars park that was in Disney, as well as the Harry Potter park that's in uh, that's in Universal in Florida, and basically have a Mario world that has different sections of this entire area built in Universal, but have different sections of it, like have a Mario park, a Yoshi theme park, a Donkey Kong jungle park, a Bowser's castle, and obviously a Peach's castle to go along with it, and each area has its own themes, has its own rides, and some of the rides that they're going to include, and we all know this is going to be here. Mario Kart. I mean, listen, man. I, I, I want to be able to throw shells and bananas at people in real life. Uh, you know, I've been dominating <laughs> that game since I was a child. I want to be throwing shells at people, like like just throwing it at random people while I'm driving. Um, and you're going to be having a, a crazy amount of games and fun, amusing things there. You know, uh, I think this game, this, I mean, this park is going to be insane. I I, I want to ask, do you want, would you want to go to this park? Because I know I want, I want to go to this park. I, I'm, I'm going to be like a kid. Running around a candy store, running, going back to this place. It's like bringing me back to my childhood, basically running around and just kind of enjoying the views. I mean, that, that's just crazy. I never thought in my life I'd see a Mario theme park that is like as thoroughly made as this was. Um, so, do you guys, would you guys be going to this park once this thing really? I mean, it's going to take some time to get there, but would you go to this place if you had the chance to? Usas, what do you think? Uh, wait right there. I just want to uh, announce this right quick because I know I had posted that on the chat. Um, Super Nintendo World will open in early 2023 at Universal Studio Hollywood. Of course, I'm going to go there. Reason being because they are well deserved to have their own theme park. With the amount of IPs that they're successfully doing well compared to that 45 that Microsoft just leaving in the dust. Yes, I would, I would like to have the experience of, you know, throwing bananas and stuff like that. But, you know, what I would want for, for a real-life Mario Kart, so, like, let's just say, okay, um, damn. So, you know, like, the mystery box, right? Let's just say you run over it. Let's say you run over it, and then it gives you the option, like, what you can use. So, I guess you shoot it at that particular person, but it doesn't give the effect that you would experience in the games. It would just, it would, like, stop your car. Your car. Oh. You, you get what I'm saying? Let's get, so, I want to get people some yeah, spin. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's I like, want them spin. I want them, yeah. Yeah, I want so them flipping like, over and stuff. You have the effects, but it's not going to actually do it, if you get what I mean. So let's say, all right, the muddy, then your 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 vehicle starts slowing down. Uh, the blue shell. What else is out there? The rocket. 
Like you actually got to be the lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to see someone shrink right in front of me, right there. No, not that. No, no. I don't know about that, man. I like where I'm at right now. Um, yes, they are well deserved. You know, I would definitely go there. I would spend chunks of money over there. But now, mind you, I got, I got a. See what kind of food they gonna give me? Are they gonna give me mushrooms? I'm gonna get taller or what? You know what I'm saying? Dude, dude, I, 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 right? Yeah, <laughs> yo, we, I, I gotta, I gotta get these one-up mushrooms, man. These things, these to give me extra lives. You know, I, I gotta get one of those. That'd be nice. Uh, so, so Spartan, you are you going to this park, man? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm currently saving up so I can, in a few years' time, be able to take uh, the family down to Orlando because it's easier for me to get to Orlando than it is California. Uh, I, I've been to California once before. Uh, it was just me and the wife, and it was a rush job for us to get through everything that we wanted to get through. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd want to go, mind you, because we're kind of on the topic of theme parks right now. You know, I wanted to go down to... Uh, Orlando and go to like the Star Wars hotel or whatever, which ain't never gonna happen because I not I cannot drop that much money on a, a two day experience. That's crazy. But, you know, I if I can, I would absolutely go down to California again. Take take the family, show them around all this stuff. Um, I mean, it's it's Mario theme theme park. Like why why wouldn't you? I've watched a few videos of the one in uh, is it down in Japan. Is it there? Yep. The uh, yep. Yeah, so I watched a few videos on that one. Looks like a really slick area. Like it looks nice. Uh, so I, I, I want to experience that stuff. I want to be a part of that. I want to, I want to get get immersed because that's one of the great things about these theme parks in Orlando and in Hollywood is you get immersed in that that world. You are a part of it now. You're walking in it. You're walking through it. You turn your turn your head and it's a different scene. It's it's there. Like it's you can touch it. Like it's great. So absolutely, I would totally go to the theme park. I just gotta, it's gonna cost me a lot of this and I don't have a whole lot of that right now. So. <laughs> a Stargate, man, I, I listen, you, you, we gotta be teaming up and probably playing some people in some Arrow Strikers in real life, dude. We gotta be ready. To, like, yeah, have I forgot to mention that. I forgot to mention that. No, I mean, I'm saying Mario Strikers in the park. I mean, we got they gotta be having some life. Like, oh, they gotta be able to shoulder tackle man. some food into a wall in uh, in the mar in the park, man. So Star Stargate, what do you what do you think? You going to this park, man? Uh, you know, if it was there, there might be something to consider. But I would not be making a trip just to go there. Um, yeah, I'll pick definitely. It from the we'll go together. Uh, yeah, convenience is one thing, you know, uh, and then like, you know, what else are you going to California for, sort of thing? It's gonna be in Orlando. It's gonna be in Orlando as well. Okay. Yeah. It will yeah. eventually come to Orlando. It's yeah. just currently that's the first stop they're making in Hollywood, California, uh, and you know, right in right in Universal over there. So, so like IPs and like world immersion is fun. Um, you know, there's a Dr. Seuss area in uh, Universal, and I found that was very underrated because when I went there, I was like, wow, this is like brings me back to my childhood. Here's all these characters. Here's some truffle trees. You know, like it's really cool. And like it's only like a small little part of the park. And uh, I had a lot of fun just going there and walking around. And so, you know, Mario World could could be the same experience. But um, jury's still out on what 
what kind of interaction they're going to provide you with. So I'm, I'm still holding it close to my chest before I uh, make a defined jump saying like, we got to go. Yeah, no, listen, I, I completely agree with you, man. I think, uh, you know, just like Spartan said, the next goal I want to go to is the Star Wars park in Florida. I mean, because I, <laughs> I waited, I waited for videos to come up. I wanted to see them take a tour of the place. I wanted to see all the things they had available before I made the decision. And I was like, Dude, I'm going to this place. I, I want to go. I want to go to the bar in Tatooine. I want to get one of those sparkling drinks that they have going, the blue ones. I'm getting one of those drinks over there uh, because I want to see what they got, right? And I, I want to see someone go to this Mario Park. I want to see what they have there because you know I, I'm going to be a grown ass adult walking around like a kid. <laughs> I want to be able to make sure I'm having the money worth of all this fun I'm about to have. So yeah, I want to see. I want to see some stuff before I jump in. So I agree with you guys. I think I eventually would go. I mean, I've been to Mario and. Uh, I just been a, Deten a Nintendo fan since like that was my first console to play was a Nintendo 64. So I've been playing that thing since I was like four or five years old, man. So I've been a, I've been a fan of Nintendo for a long time. I'm sure that I would like to go for some bring back some memories. So I I I, I probably would end up going at some point. Um, but I do want to see what they have available. Um, but I I do I'm sure we all have some final comments we do want to make here. I know you saw us. You didn't get to give us your bait. You wanted, didn't get to give us your take on the Breath of the Wild. I know you had you we were you're but you're gonna say some before. I know we kind of like skipped because you were thinking about it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I want to get your take before we start closing out the show and give our final comments. So you saw us. You got the floor, man. Breath of the Wild two. What do you got? Um, it's what I expected. That you know it was gonna be delayed. You know due to the fact of what's going on with you know. Currently, uh, and it's smart at the same time because now it's just gonna bring more competition with Starfield, Redfall, uh, possibly if Ragnarok gets delayed. Um, you know, I'm liking where it's at right now. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, it was gonna be too early to release anyway, due to the fact that you know. Nintendo wants to focus on, you know, how to get their subscription plan the way they want it to be, how to, you know, deliver content. So I feel like with with the urgency of Breath of the Wild 2 to release in 2022 would it hinder them to what their actual plan is, what we don't know yet, what we don't know. So it, it was a smart move and it's what I expected as well. No, listen, man, I think you're right. I think the delay was was bound to happen because you didn't see any gameplay of it. You only saw no. some cutscenes, and that was it. You know, and I I, I kind of felt the same way about the state of play with God of War. I didn't see anything, and I'm kind of fearful that it's going to get delayed. No official uh, information on that yet, but we'll talk about that on another day for sure. Uh, but I kind of want to get everyone, if you have any comments, and I'll go through each person here. Uh, uh, Spartan, do you have any final things you want to say before we close out, close out the show? Ah, uh, not not really. I mean, looking looking forward to the new games. Will I will I get them right away? It'll probably be a few months after I get through some of the Microsoft stuff, but uh, okay. hopefully I will get to them eventually. Gotcha. So Stargate, oh, are you jumping on some games? Any strikers for you, man? Ah, uh, no, no strikers for me. Um, I I I want to say you know Nintendo should just keep the formula going. 
You know, it's what families expect. It's what kids expect. I really feel like they have a, a unique and different audience compared to other systems and, and other um, developers. And so they should just keep that formula going. No need to break the mold. However, you know, through this discussion tonight, uh, there is an opportunity here for Nintendo maybe to break into another type of game. I would really like to see Nintendo work with some studio and and make a game that's going to really like pull on my heartstrings and and make me cry. Like, you know, fun for the kids but also fun for the parents and, and just an experience that the whole family can get around and like, you know, you see the struggle for the character or the or what's happening in the character's life and how they persevere through it and just like that like, you know, Pixar ending, I think they could really break into something like that. But just keep what you're doing, and then you could sprinkle in those little extras. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, Mars, man. I don't think I, I don't answered that stuff. question. But on my take on that, uh, there's no need for Nintendo to follow, you know, what the other platformers are doing. You know, I think they're doing fine as they has been for decades um but we do need to see more like what i mean like more like more content uh a powerful nintendo for the very 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 first time in history because we already know that particular console is going to sell crazy and then when we see these upcoming modern mario basically nintendo ip games running it with that type of performance we can we, we just can't we can't even like imagine the gravitation that we're going to get with the audience and yes i, I kind of feel what stargate you know mentioned you know like bringing something that's going to really 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 like touch your emotions with with the ips going through well or just any 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 game that nintendo owns that other platforms don't have and with the uh the theme part which i wanted to mention i think it'll be nice if they um they like so you know how universal they like they, they like have like a shop or you know something where like you could like learn the history of what what, what happened it'll be nice they like they show all of the Nintendo consoles where oh, kids yeah. could go in and try them out. Like, and then, you know, their, their parents could like just tell them, Hey, this is what I, this is what I experienced when I was your age. This and that have, have, have a chance to, you know, actually touch it, you know, before I go, whatever. And then, you know, another thing would be nice. Cause I remember, uh, reading this article that they were planning on working on a smash bro anime. So, they could have like a theater to have those those movie displayed or TV show displayed. And um like I said, I need to know what, what type of food I'm gonna be eating at that theme park. And one more thing before I close this out. Cake. 720p one game of bananas. 720 bananas, bananas and Koopa soup. That's really where we end. Um, but one more thing, 720p, one game of the year. Well, you were right, Zusas. Uh, listen, uh, before we before we head off, 
want to thank you guys for having us. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, and I really appreciate being the guest host for the today's video. A lot of good discussions, a lot of good chats on Nintendo. You know, you know, I, I love Nintendo. I love playing Nintendo games. I am just enjoying the fact that I'm going to go play some Mario Strikers, guys. So thank you guys for watching. This is thank you for watching USAS podcast, guys. Been a appreciate pleasure. that, man. Appreciate that. And Uncle Phil, you're not going to see a Mario game on Game Pass. And I'm about to end this. <laughs> you guys tune in for the next upcoming podcast. Appreciate y'all on this one. On the next episode of USAS podcast. Body Puerto Rock 77, your only friend in these YouTube streets. Y'all heard? And in all these AAA games that Xbox didn't have, it made me go buy me a PlayStation 4. And I had a yeah, good I history with it. Same thing with PlayStation 2. When PlayStation 2 had, you know, a, a large library of exclusives mm -hmm. at that time, I'm sorry, I keep it old school, man. I do not I do not acknowledge or condone how this generation is carrying. So mm. just like how he's yeah, you left because you know yeah, what I'm exactly. talking about. Oh, brother, woo! They're down the line and probably will get on Game Pass because man, Xbox be will end up quiet, saying, be quiet, be uh, quiet. Out, down the line. Like, slow down. There is going to be some heavy assault if God of War Ragnarok released this year. A entire year of no first party games while ps5 dropped multiple titles then finished the year off with cradles versus store bro i am hyped